Hello, my name is Joe, Boss Cybernetics, and I am here with Kristen and Aaron. And if you don't know who they are, then you should probably go ahead and listen to a few other episodes because they are on here all the daggone time. And what we're going to talk about today is things that have happened over the weekend at some of the venues that hosted the events. Make sense? Makes sense. Makes <laughs> sense. So we started off with a difficult situation at about 6.30 in the morning at one of the venues. Whenever we received a text message from an employee who let us know that there was an alarm ringing uh, whenever they arrived. And they couldn't figure out where the alarm was coming from. So we pulled the cameras. I was able to isolate the noise, which room it was coming in. And lo and behold, it was the pooper. The pooper was not working, there was no flushing, the pump ended up um, just seizing up. Pooper being the septic. Pooper being the septic. <laughs> Clarify, but you may not know. The, we had, what, 170 people scheduled to come in for a wedding? Yep. Um, it was a big one, and um, it was going to be difficult to not have the pooper set up in this particular venue. So between a collaboration of people doing all the right thing and everybody getting together to figure out how to problem solve um, and the great relationship we have with our vendors, not just wedding vendors, but also vendors like plumbers and electricians and things like that. Uh, we were able to get a new pump in, get the entire problem solved, learning about it at 6.30 in the morning, Problem was solved. Um, that includes the plumbers going to the warehouse and get the supply house, getting the part, bringing it out here, getting everything done. We were able to get it 100% finished and the pooper was flushing by 10 o'clock in the morning whenever the bride arrived. That was a pretty cool success story. So that was the first of a couple incidences that ended up happening over the weekend of weddings. I love a good success story, though. Can we maybe mm -hmm. talk about one that's not a success? Let's talk about <laughs> one that I found to be difficult. Because mm -hmm. when you think about a professional, you think about true professional, right? Right. I mean, they're collecting money from the customer. They're signing a contract. They're saying, hey, I'm here to service you on your wedding day. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure your day is perfect. And... It's not the case sometimes whenever you hire some of these professionals. And granted, this particular vendor um, doesn't do a lot of business throughout the boss network and probably won't if they don't get their act together. But they're used occasionally because sometimes customers request vendors not based on experience, not based on talent, anything that they could possibly learn about this vendor and it's based on a certain vibe and that's okay you can hire people however you want to hire people but this particular vendor was hired off of a certain vibe and um so at this other venue we ended up having a slight issue with one of the vendors and that vendor uh, was there to perform a service and that service is the last about an hour and a half to two hours total and without going into the venue or the vendor's name or anything else, what we ended up finding out during the service was that this certain professional that you would count on to just be a professional, uh, that we ended up catching a few of the people that were there that were associated with this professional drinking. They were just going up to the bar, requesting drinks like the two of you are right now, not <laughs> drinking alcohol. They're drinking Monster and... Water? Seltzer. Seltzer water. water. <laughs> 
but they were drinking and it wasn't just one glass of wine or one beer it was more and it's just when you think about professionals you don't think about professionals that drink during your wedding i would be not happy like it's if different. i found out that there was a yeah. vendor drinking at the wedding that i paid them to work service to service yeah. and, and it's I the problem is you, and- you know can a vendor drink one beer and be fine and yeah of course they can and everything's fine but when does it stop like what if it's two beers three beers four beers you right. know at what point is the quality of their service being diminished because of their alcohol content mm-hmm. and that's a problem And why that vendor doesn't see it is absolutely beyond me because it didn't just happen once. It's happened twice. It's happened at two venues now. And, you know, again, when we get requests to hire the vendor, we're going to hire the vendor. But at the same time, it's like, I wish that the, I wish the couple, I wish we can be straightforward with some of the couples. Can we not though? Like, I mean, I know the vendor that you're talking about. And if somebody requested that team based off of their vibe, because that's the only time they get requested, um, (laughs) Could I not just say they're more than welcome? I have their insurance. However, this is what we've seen in the past. I mean, because it's true, right? it's not a lie. And then if they were to go back to that vendor and be like, "Hey, Aaron told me that," we'll be like, "Yeah, I did," because it's true. It's true. Well, and we mentioned it to the vendor before. The vendor doesn't really care. Well, they should. I do. They should. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, well, they should. And then. <laughs> So we had another wedding at another venue, and unfortunately, the couple, as nice as they are, they didn't take into consideration the spacing requirements that the venue has, right? So they stay within the max capacity, but I feel like, and I could be wrong, they had 19 bridesmaids and 19 groomsmen. Wow. Yes, I know what wedding you're talking about. So... And the problem is, is the spacing that this venue offers whenever there's a backup plan is really more for like eight bridesmaids and or eight groomsmen. Right. So when you have 19, it's one, how in the world do you get them to all stand up there with you? And then how does it look good? Because it has to look good for photography, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to take in the spacing requirements. And we've talked about this in other podcasts that whatever your venue has, you either verify, you do not assume, or you just simply, you know, become more familiar with the venue by looking at pictures or other videos or whatever the case may be and seeing how things look whenever it's either plan A or plan B. But you can't just assume because if you assume that's how you end up in the situation that this particular bride was in. I mean, awesome couple, great, easy to work with, simple, but 19 on each side when all that fits is eight. What do you do? Roll with it. Roll yeah. with it because that's all they can do at that's that all point. You can do. So they bunched them all up there together and, you know, we have the pictures and we're like, man, it just could have been so much better. And granted, if it was outside and it wasn't raining, yeah, it would have looked really 19 is still a lot of damn mm-hmm. people, but you might be able to fit them in with a wide angle lens. But at the same time, that's it's like 40 people, including the bride and groom, 41 with the officiant. Like That's that's Half a lot. the size of some of the weddings we host. That's and it's not right. my largest. My largest was 21 on each side. But at the same time, it's like it's excessive. It's a lot. And the venue has to be able to hold it. You can't just say, you're my bridesmaid, you're my bridesmaid, you're my bridesmaid, and not know how many you can actually fit in the space. True. It just, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I mean, I understand you can't pick and choose between certain people. How do you allow this person to come in and not this person? But there are plenty of jobs that need to get done on the wedding day. You have hostess, you have a bunch of other stuff. I mean, there's other stuff that these people could have done if they weren't a bridesmaid. Mm -hmm. But 
They were, and we had some difficult situations trying to fill out the the spacing, if you will, so this way everything looked good with pictures. So we had the pooper at one venue. We had the, um, oh man, but then let's talk about at another venue, we had, and I'm sorry, I can't. Squirrel. It's tough because. <laughs> squirreling over here. <laughs> at another venue, the, the coordinator was complaining that uh, all it smelled like was weed and there was just like guns everywhere. Weed and guns everywhere. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous. So guns, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know if we have a venue that is not gun friendly, but these were like out and about, like it was a lot of guns from my understanding. I wasn't there. And then the smell of weed was everywhere. Like at what point is it too much? That's crazy because I know the venue that you're talking about. I'm not going to say their name, but it's very open air. So being an open air venue, yeah, but that doesn't still matter. being able to smell all the pot, it's not just blowing away. I was driving down right. the road yesterday and a pickup truck was in front of me and I was smelling the pot from his truck coming into my vehicle because he was in front of me. Huh. Like it's, it's a strong smell, right? It is. Mm-hmm. And Even the CBD now though, it not is. to like totally sidetrack, but it, it's hard to distinguish the two. Mm-hmm. And it is. Is it legal? Is it not? I right. don't know. Should I be smelling it? Should I not? Should I have to? <laughs> like, I don't smoke anything. I don't want to smell your cigarettes, let alone like your... Exactly. <laughs> so we had some of that stuff happen. Yeah. Um, but I guess the thing is, things are going to happen at venues. It just comes down to how they handle it, right? Um, and in, in this particular case, how to handle vendors where the guest or the couple doesn't see what's happening behind the scenes. But it comes down to the professionalism of the vendor because you can invite, let's say, and there's usually a lot of vendors with each ven- with each wedding, we'll say. But I think that we can all agree that when the vendors all work together constantly, the flow, that vibe, if you will, is going to be a lot better than mm-hmm. putting someone in the mix that may not vibe as well with the other vendors or, are, or it's not as predictable as the other vendors as far as where everything's going to be. Yes. So like when the cake arrives and it's the same florist at, you know, the venue that this particular cake is arriving at, then they know exactly where to go find the florist in order to be able to get flowers for the cake if they're not sitting on the cake table. Right. Right. So it just comes down to working, allowing the vendors who work together actually work together versus throwing a monkey wrench into the situation that you don't have to. And then, too, allowing the venue staff to um, guide each couple as through the whole process of these people work together. They're going to make your day go so much smoother versus people who don't work together. Well, in that case, you'd have to have trust in the venue staff. So Mm -hmm. are you pompous where you think that you can do everything yourself and probably capable? Or are you going to say, I really want to be able to enjoy this wedding and I'm letting this person who I'm paying handle the situation? Because let's face it, there's venues out there, we've talked about it in the past, that are VRBO venues, right? Which is, I just want to turn the key, unlock the door, and let you in, and then you pretty much do everything yourself. And then you have your really good all-inclusive venues that handle the coordination and every vendor aspect that there is um, in the actual package and is responsible for all those people. So the VRBO, it's made for somebody who wants to kind of piecemeal it all together, and that's fine, no problem. But... Do you, should you do that on your wedding day? 
I guess if you don't know and you're ignorant to the subject, you could, or you should, uh, not should, but could, because I wouldn't try, I I feel like I've been in enough planes and have gone on enough vacations where I I have seen the cockpit of a plane. I don't know if personally I'd want to get up in there and take charge of it. No. No. Mm -mm. No. Right? I mean, what's another analogy? I mean, I feel like I have seen guitars um unfortunately i don't feel like i'd want to be up on stage trying to play one nope nope so at what point is it where a couple says i got this i'm my aunt's gonna coordinate my aunt is gonna coordinate uh my wedding because she's you know seen how it's done in the past and uh my uncle's gonna be the dj and so on and so forth it's like at what point do we do we stop trying to pretend that we're something that we're not? Because just because somebody has a camera doesn't mean that they're a photographer. Very true. So, I mean, and just because you have a phone doesn't mean that, you know, you're a videographer and you can capture everything. I can't tell you how many times we have seen it where there's a ceremony going on. They have videographers in the aisle with with with. With all the equipment, you have photographers in the aisle with all the equipment, and the, the dumbass uncle still wants to get up and try to capture everything on his phone. <laughs> all right. So, what else? I just want to go, like, go back to the gun thing. Why would you need firearms at a wedding? To me, taking a firearm to a wedding, especially one that's serving like beer and wine, is like walking into a bar with your gun. Like, right. Why? Do, why? I'm actually surprised you say that, knowing the fact you're so you're so like pro gun. I'm not like everybody needs a gun, right? But I think if you're going to have one, personally, I do have a carry concealed. Um, but I went through all the legal channels to do it. Mm-hmm. You voluntarily submit your fingerprints to the state. Um, you go through a background check. You do all the things so that yes, I can walk in and buy a handgun. Um, gun laws are different though, so like you can have a handgun on your hip and it not be concealed, you still had to, I mean, assuming you own it legally, had to apply for permits through the sheriff's department to be able to buy that. Um, If you want to carry it on your hip and it's not concealed, you don't need a permit for that to carry it, as long as you're not a felon and all the other rules apply. But why? just because I'm a gun owner, I have a safe for my guns, like we carry them. Well, actually, I don't ever ever carry it. (laughs) I store them safely in my home, and at no point have I ever gone to a bar or a wedding or birthday party or, you know, a barbecue and been like, man, I wish I had my gun. (laughs) Like, Like, what are you expecting at a wedding to bring Why do you need that? I don't understand. That just blows my mind. That's a rabbit hole we could fall down, you know? Like, it's there's plenty of places that I see people carry, and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Well, mm-hmm. they're going to say, because it's my right. If somebody does something stupid, I want to be the person to defend. And you have cases like that where you roll up into the grocery store, and whoever was legally carrying at the time stopped the guy from shooting the clerk or, or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you, you have those stories, but... How many wedding shootings, though? I mean, it's all friends and family. Right. So you would think none, right? <laughs> you would think none. I mean, that would be bad. Although, that would be bad. I mean, yeah, I think that I can't see a scenario where it plays out, where it makes sense. Where you need it. Right. Like, Other than the fact that I want it with me because I always carry it with me and it's my norm and nobody's going to tell me any different because I can do it. Because you can. That, that's your excuse. But it was rough. I'm not here for it. All right. Well... That was the weekend of chaos 
throughout some of them. We did have some beautiful sunsets, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Where because there's rain. That, that rain ended up just tapering off, and the sun ended up coming out, and we ended up with a lot of really, really pretty sunsets. And some people just partied and had a lot of fun, and it was good, too. Well, I'm here for partying and mm-hmm. fun and sunsets. And, and the damn food was good. It's just that the caterers were drinking at that one. But oh, you said it. So you said the caterers were drinking, <laughs> which well, is fine. It was a catering company. But the food was really good. Yeah. I mean, it's just, unfortunately, they were drinking, and it's just the food usually is decent with that specific caterer. It's <laughs> just they now have a, a history of your staff will be drinking, and it's like... And it was, I'm you know, the first everybody. time, maybe <laughs> it was just a fluke and they didn't know any better. The second time, it's like, come on, are you kidding me? Right. And so now we have okay. the third time and it's like, hopefully the third time it doesn't happen. But, and this time we'll be in front of it and we're going to let the bar know, do not serve them whatsoever. Even if they come up and ask for a drink, just say no. And, you know, it's not for the professionals, it's for the friends and family. And that's pretty much it. An open bar doesn't mean vendors get to drink. I mean, and where else do you get to drink on the job? Please tell me. You know, I y'all attended, say right here. I'm just oh, no, no, absolutely not. I attended a wedding here as a guest at Bella Kalina. Now, I was also in my current role. So I work here Monday through Friday, right? It was a Sunday wedding. You know, the couple was a friend of my husband's. We got invited as a guest. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so we're going to go to Bella as a guest. But I like run Bella. And uh, are we going to drink? <laughs> The questions that go through your mind. And I did a few, you know, like I would, I mean, I'd have a a drink or two at dinner, you know, but it was still weird for me because I was like, I'm not working. I'm not Mm -hmm. on the clock, but I still feel like I shouldn't be doing this. And I'm sure it's hard to take that. I'm not on the clock. You're right. Out of your head. Because I'm at my work. Mm -hmm. Were you answering emails for brats? I I probably, maybe, but (laughs) no, (laughs) no, I was not. Well, any which way, just know that there's a lot that happens behind the scenes with your vendors and hopefully eventually the vendors start to pick it up and decide everything's going to be okay and just be a damn professional. That would be absolutely awesome. Have fun. Bye.